Five fingers to the face. Five fingers to the face. That was just my mic check. Good afternoon. Good looking. Y'all looking mighty fine today, obviously, because my listeners are the baddest of the bunch. Now, y'all got y'all tickets for this trip. I just want y'all to hold on. Uh, this, this may be a little bit of a bumpy ride, especially today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Negro Central, where the knees grow and the blacks crack. Up in laughter, of course. I'm your host, Divine. Usually, I would have somebody here with me every Wednesday for Negro Central segments, but I honestly forgot that I was supposed to be doing this, that I was supposed to be having somebody here with me. So for the first Negro Central segment, it will be just me today. Um, But just a little bit about this segment before we get into it. This will be where I talk about black news. And at the end of it, I will talk about um, or I'll promote three different black businesses or depending. But um, so first we'll talk about hot like hot and serious black news like the serious black news that's going around is a little not lighthearted. you feel me and then we'll talk about social media black news where it's a little bit more lighthearted, not not sad and depressing and then we will talk about the black businesses that i will shout out so today on nego central we will be addressing um our first set of serious black news um a few days ago, a SU cheerleader by the name of Arlana Miller, she was 19, a freshman, and um, allegedly committed suicide. The school would not release what actually happened to her in her death, but she did release a suicide note, which is why it is deemed as a suicide around society right now. Um, it is a very sad case. She... Uh, around on may 4th approximately around 9 p.m she made a very long worded post and i am going to read it to you right now it is kind of heartfelt and very depressing so i just want you all to be prepared for that um may this day bring me rest and peace i have fought this urge since my early teenage years i gave this life all the fight i had To everyone who has entered my life, I'm so grateful and I can only imagine how this may find you. I have been surrounded by people who may have honestly thought I was okay, but I haven't been okay for a while. I struggled so much through this year alone, from COVID to tearing my ACL to nearly failing all of my classes. To the people in my life, I pray you learn to vocalize your feelings and get help always. I failed at that and I'm afraid it's too late mom thank you so much I pray you know I'm at rest now you would have given anything to see me happy you have given everything to see me happy I'm happy in the water where everything is still and peaceful I've written so many suicide notes in my life but finally I've reached my end I hope this teaches everyone to check on your strong friends be present always I'm contradicting myself but never give up I know that I'm letting a lot of people down, but, or 
a lot of people down by what I'm about to do. But truth is, I've already let down so many people throughout my life, and it just feels unbearable. I've lost my connection to God. The devil seems to have won, and that is okay. I blame no one for this. I thank everyone for all they've done, and I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. But thinking about how everyone else would feel about my death is not enough either. I've tried to please and make everyone else happy my entire life. I've been dead inside for too long. To everyone I love, just remember that this is not your fault, and I pray you don't find guilt in my situation. To my granddad, I wish you were here to tell me I'm being stupid, to tell me it's not worth it, but you've left me and found your own peace. I've always been stubborn and prideful, just like you. I always dreamed of becoming so many things that I am today, but they just aren't enough. I'm not enough. I haven't felt enough for a while, but I say all this to say I'm done fighting. My battle is over, and I pray everyone finds peace in that. <sighs> that was kind of heavy. Um, not kind of heavy. That was very heavy, and it is very unfortunate that her story had to end like that. And I'm really, it really kind of hurts and it hits home because I've had so many friends attempt suicide and although none of them have succeeded, thank God, it's, um, you know, they've come very close and, and she said, check on your strong friends, always check on your strong friends. I always check on my strong friends. I am one of those strong friends and I have friends who check on me all the time as needed because your friends, anybody could put on a smile. It's so easy to put on a smile, but you never know what's behind that smile. You never know if it's really genuine. Please check on the people who seem the happiest because the happier they seem, the worse they probably are. People who are depressed mask it very well and they seem extra overly happy. They seem like they have it all together because they don't want anybody to know that they don't. So please, please, please check on your friends. Like I mean this with the bottom of my heart and my heart goes out and my prayers go out to her family. And I hope that you guys do eventually find peace in this situation and know that she tried, know that she loved you. I didn't know her personally, so but from her message, it seems like she loved you all very much. That really hurt. But we're gonna move on. Um, so we are going to move on to talking about a case uh, from 1999. Uh, Mikhail Walker was found murdered and suffocated inside of her home. Well, that's the same thing. She was suffocated to death. Uh, I should learn how to speak English properly before I get on the microphone. But it was a cold case and now it is finally cracked open uh, almost 20 years later. Turns out it was her friend who goes by the name Jerry Lee Henderson. Uh, he raped her and then suffocated her to death in her home. And unfortunately, he was found dead of an overdose 11 days after her death. So the family doesn't get to see him serve time for what he did, but at least they get closure and know what happened. And they can now rest in knowing that they're in, in finding this closure in what happened and knowing that the person who did this to their baby girl will never do that to anybody else's daughter because he can't. Uh, 
So there is some light in his death. Unfortunate. I'd hate to say things like that, but, you know, um, on some lighter news, <laughs> Karine Jean-Pierre ha- is replacing Jin Saki. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm pronouncing any of these names wrong, I am so sorry. But she is replacing Jen Saki, becoming the first black woman and first openly LGBT in the White House or as the White House secretary. She will take the podium on May 13th and she is the daughter of Haitian immigrants, which is beautiful. Congratulations to you and to your family. This is amazing. Congratulations to us as a um, community. We are making so many strides, so many first blacks in the White House this year and it's women first black women in the white house in the white house this year and that is just so beautiful to me so congratulations to you all and thank you so much for your dedication and hard work i cannot wait to see what you guys do for our country i appreciate you (laughs) moving on to the social media black news well before we do that let's all take a deep breath (sighs) release the heaviness of the last section Okay, (laughs) social media black news. Even though this is also not, you know, like happy news. um, Kevin Samuels, who was a social media influencer, has passed away a few days ago due to cardiac arrest. And um, I'm bringing this on this podcast today because I, I didn't know who Kevin Samuels was until he passed away. Like, I had seen his face before on something. I don't know what it was because he just looked familiar after looking into this. But I didn't know who he was until he passed away. And the unfortunate part about me finding out who he was is that I found out who he was through posts of saying, like, it's good that he died or things like that. And although he was not that good of a person while he was alive, I find it very rude and disrespectful and I'm so sorry to his family that you have to see everybody's like oh it's a good thing he's dead why would we be sad that he's dead this and this and that like I understand I get it I guess but it is very rude and very disrespectful to him and to his family and to his loved ones for you guys to be happy that he died when all he did was speak his mind like I'd understand if he was like a serial killer or a murderer or like a child rapist or something like that and people were saying things like this that would be more understandable but all he did was be a misogynist and I understand how bad misogynism is but you shouldn't be happy he's dead all because he was a misogynist I'm sorry but let's get into his misogyny because (laughs) I did a little bit of research before this obviously and i saw this thing about him um making the term high value man a a thing but his definition of a high value man uh it needs a little work and i just i don't understand he's like one of those podcasters you know the podcasters we're all talking about on social media when they be like you know what women don't be doing that shit is ridiculous to me I'm not understanding how men think like this. I don't get it. Like, how in your head is there? Like, I just need to know the logic. I sometimes I dream of waking up as a man so that I understand what the fuck 
men be thinking about because I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I need to know what goes on in a man's brain right now. And that's, if you listen to last week's podcast, that is another question about life that will never be answered unless I die. And even then, I feel like that's the one question that will never be answered for me. I will spend all of eternity wondering what the fuck is going on in a man's brain. And not all men have, like, I don't worry. I don't wonder this about all men. I just wonder this about a lot of them. You know, like, all not all men are like this. Not all men are misogynists. Not all men are shitty. Not all men are rapists. Like, you know, but, um... I still just want to know what goes on in their head. Even the men who aren't shitty men, I still want to know what goes on in their head too because they still say some some things. Even if it's not misogynistic or like weird, they still say some things that you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? And I'm sure they have these same questions about us. There's probably like, oh, what the fuck is going on in a woman's head? Why is she tripping like that? Why is she doing, like, I understand. I have questions about that too there's there are a lot of uh categories of women that make me go what the fuck bro i just want to know what's going on in everybody's head at all times because then maybe i'd understand why people do the things they do because i just don't i just don't not right now i'm not understanding (laughs) moving on to dave Chappelle because damn um at the hollywood bowl some man decided that it would be a beautiful day to tackle a celebrity so he just got on the stage and tackled Dave Chappelle. Now, when reading into this story, I found it very interesting that Dave Chappelle wanted to talk to him before security dragged him off, which, you know, most people do wonder stuff. Why? Why? And like most people will just wonder why and not go ask why. And so I really respect the fact that he went and asked, what, what the fuck did you do that for? Because everybody wants to know what the fuck that man did that for. Shit. So I guess the man said that uh, he did it because his grandmother was put out of her neighborhood due to gentrification. And I'm trying to figure out what does that have to do with Dave Chappelle? What did Dave Chappelle do? What does that have to do with Dave Chappelle? He said something. I guess the man wanted to be a rapper. He's an aspiring rapper. I don't know how well that's going to turn out now. But um, he said he has some song that he named after Dave Chappelle. I didn't listen to it. Didn't really care to. Didn't have the time to go look for it. But I guess he has some song after Dave Chappelle. And I'm still trying to figure out where the correlation to Dave Chappelle and his grandmother's gentrification. And I'm so sorry for your grandmother, sir. Like, I really am. That really sucks. And I hope that she finds a new home and she doesn't get put out again. Like, that. that's really ass. But what did Dave Chappelle have to do with that? What did he have to do with that? I don't get it. And... <laughs> oh, before I get to this part, whatever I'm laughing at, you... Um, it also was told i guess the family of the man said that he has mental health issues and a mental illness so that's he probably just made some things up as to why it was dave Chappelle's fault but you know anyways what's so funny about this is while i was reading this article at the end of it it said that dave Chappelle and chris rock had a conversation and y'all this shit took me it fucking took me chris rock said at least you got smacked by someone of repute. 
I got smacked by the softest nigga that ever rapped. Bro, that shit fucking took me. That took me. Because he did not have to do that. He did not have to say all that. He finna get smacked again, shit. I'm here. You know what? They better put them in the ring just like they do them. Um, them Paul brothers. We need to see fucking Will Smith and Chris Rock. Who I would pay. I would pay to go see Will Chris. <laughs> what? Who? Will Chris? Who is that? Anyways, I would pay to see Will Smith and Chris Rock in the ring. I That would be hilarious to me. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Anyways, some exciting news. The last bit of social media black news. The most exciting part of it. Kendrick Lamar is finally dropping an album. May 13th. I'm so excited. Finally dropping an album. When I tell you May 13th, that's all I'm listening to. It ain't, you're gonna be like, Jai, what you listening to? Kendrick Lamar. Why you got your headphones in and clap? Because I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar. Why do you have your headphones in at work? Because I'm listening to Kendrick Lamar. Like, how many times do I have to say it? Because I'll be listening to Kendrick Lamar all day. And I just, people are like, oh, there's better slap. But who are you to challenge and tell Kendrick Lamar something better slap? It's gonna slap because it's Kendrick Lamar. I don't think that man ever disappoints. He will never disappoint. Him nor J. Cole will ever disappoint in anything they drop. I don't think I've ever been disappointed. I don't think we ever will be disappointed. They are just amazing. Everything they say, they can get on the, they can get on the beat and just go, uh, uh, for three minutes. And I'd be like, musical genius. Yeah. I accidentally stopped recording in the middle of it. <laughs> Anyways, musical genius. Yes. Chef kiss. <laughs> But enough about Kendrick Lamar and how fire his album already is, even though he didn't drop it yet. We're going to talk about the black businesses. Um, give a black business shout out real quick before we end Negro Central. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to one. I want to talk about these podcasts that I've been listening to recently. Uh, Balance, Black Girl and The Antidote. I listen to them on Apple Music, but I do know that they are available on wherever you get your podcasts from. And I just want to say that I love those podcasts. They just, they make me feel like I'm in the room with them. Those women are phenomenally, like, smart. I don't even know how to put it into words. It's very entertaining. I, they are what put me into podcasts because before that, the only podcasts that I'd listened to were um, David Dobrik's and um, Zayn and Heath's. And so now listening to, like, a podcast that is, more educational and all this other things i really like it balanced black girl is the first like educational thing that i can just sit and listen to just for the fun of it you know and i really love that she she always has something that's educating me and i don't get bored and i can just listen to her talk about whatever it is she's talking about and you just won't get bored and in the antidote they're just really funny they are hilarious and i love listening to everything that they talk about and they talk about their um they talk about what their antidotes were for the week they talk about things that frustrated them and then at the end they're like these are the antidotes so one time they were talking about how one of them plant flowers and that's their antidote like that's the thing that makes them happy throughout the week and i love that i love that and i can't wait until i move into an apartment in august because i'm gonna be able to do all of the self-care things that i've always wanted to do but 
some of these things I couldn't do while I was in the dorm. So like I'm listening to them to prepare myself for better living. And I'm excited. I really like those podcasts. So you guys should go take a listen to them. Um, and then I want to shout out the Honeypot Company. I am a hard advocate for the Honeypot Company. What I, If I get famous or not famous, but if my podcast starts to blow up, I want the honeypot company to sponsor me please you don't even really have to sponsor me because i've already been promoting you for free ever since i've started using it like it's amazing it's amazing your ph balance is beautiful coochie smells amazing uh my parents listen to this so i'm not going to continue to talk but check out the honeypot company please it is very it keeps you very healthy they have they have everything from like pads to vulva cream to wash to they have all of your coochie needs anything you need for your coochie they got it and i love it and it's black owned so sold in walmart cvs walgreens wherever you get your coochie products from they gonna sell it and that's what i love about it because it's black owned and it's organic look at them helping the world love it um <laughs> And the last thing I do want to promote, this is more local, sorry, but if you live in the Las Vegas or Reno, Nevada areas, um, I do nails. So if you were to follow me on any of my social media at Dejaya Divine, you um, could book an appointment with me and I do nails and I only charge $25 right now. I'm just getting practice right now, so... Um, you know it's not really a black business i guess since <laughs> it's just practice but you guys could um help me practice so that i can go get like a license and make it a black business and my friend isis she does hair isis oliver um las vegas and <laughs> reno area uh her is go her instagram at is going to be braids by or braids dot by underscore isis Yes, braids.by underscore Isis. And those are my black businesses for the week. Support your black businesses, guys. I know. I don't know what I was about to say. Anyways, bye. So on Wednesdays, Wednesdays are on the more educational side. And so this segment is called Let Me Pick Your Brain. And in this segment, I tell you something that I've learned this week or something that I've been like throwing myself in a rabbit hole to learn um, and just giving my thoughts on it and also making you jump down the same rabbit hole that I'm spiraling down and we can be friends together. Alice in Wonderland but make it too. <laughs> so um, today I want to talk about the signs of ADHD because I keep scrolling on my little tickety talk and every other video is like things you didn't know were symptoms of ADHD and why do I identify with most of these videos and that is throwing me because what so I feel like I'm going back to therapy when I get to Vegas um for summer break and so when i go there i think i'm gonna ask her for a diagnosis because what 
um i don't know if you guys been seeing these videos but it's ridiculous so let me tell you like at least 12 of the things that i do first off this isn't a part of the list but the first thing that i did that i didn't know was a problem was how fast i talk i didn't know people talk slower than this when people talk slower i thought that people talking slower than this was the problem i didn't know i was the problem and it's even more prevalent now because i have a job at a call center and so we take like it's it's a job where we do surveys on over the phone for psychology um research or whatever and so this man was like you're talking really fast i can hardly understand you and then this other woman told me the same thing and i keep getting this that i'm talking too fast at this job people keep telling me i'm talking too fast and i feel like i'm talking slow what when people talk slower than this i find it hard to pay attention i didn't know that i was the problem i didn't know that i was talking too fast i thought this was normal this is how hell the thoughts in my head run faster than i speak and i didn't know that was an issue either but it says that excessive talking is a um, symptom of adhd which i obviously do i've been told that i talk too much since i've been able to talk in third grade you know my third grade teacher told my mom she said I don't move her around because even if I were to move her to the wall by herself, she'd probably talk to it, which was true because whenever my grandmother put me in the corner, I was talking to the wall, which is probably why I talk to myself now. But I also talk to myself now because um, I just feel like I'm the smartest person to talk to. Like, I feel like you are the smartest person that you could ever speak to because ain't nobody else going to be able to tell you how you feel, how you think, how you going to react to anything but you. So you're the best person to talk to, I feel like. And then there's problems prioritizing things. Okay, y'all. Speaking of problems prioritizing things, I've been having to use the bathroom since like um, 12. And now I'm about to shit on myself while I'm doing this podcast. So I'm going to... Sheesh, y'all, I had to shit so bad. I was hot. I was sweating here. I was in here sweating. My fault, my fault. I said since 12 no it wasn't since 12 but i had to shit since i've been in here and i've been in here at six i got in here at six and it is 7 24 so for like an hour and a half i've been having to shit and it's it's been something it's been something anywho back to what we were talking about um adhd yeah <laughs> Oh shit, I lost the page. Okay. I'm gonna start off back from the top of the list. Um, so excessive talk. No, I'm not gonna start from there because I already did. But the second thing on the list was problems prioritizing things. As you can see, I have a big problem prioritizing anything. Hence me not shitting for an hour and a half because I just wanted to get my podcast done. Um, <laughs> I even like, I don't even know how to prioritize my eating over my sleeping or my sleeping over my having, like, I don't, I don't prioritize absolutely shit and I don't know what to do. I don't know why it's a problem. I don't understand. Um, difficulty dealing with stress. My stress is so, when I get stressed out, I stop doing stuff. I just, I completely shut down because I'm stressed out and I don't know what to do. So I can't, I cannot, I can't deal with stress to save my life. Taking risks. That, um, 
wow wow I'm on number four and still identify with all of those um it's the impulsivity that often comes with ADHD is one of the more obvious symptoms that can translate to adulthood dude we're not even gonna talk about that one we're not even gonna get into it anxiety and depression I just had an anxiety attack the other day actually while I was driving might I add why do most of my anxiety attacks happen when I need them to not like it'll happen while I was driving the first time I had an anxiety attack I had no clue what was going on I thought I was dying I thought I was having a heart attack (laughs) I didn't know what was going on and that was my senior year of high school I had an anxiety attack during community service while I was supposed to be in charge because the my friend Adolfo he was in charge but he had to go somewhere so then they left me in charge and I started having I wasn't having an anxiety attack because I was in charge I like to be in charge didn't I don't know what I was having anxiety attack about because he was gone for like a good hour already so I have no clue what I had an anxiety attack about I just started panicking and I had to go in the like I was so confused I was so confused and the other day I had an anxiety attack because um this month marks a year since um I was a victim of domestic violence and so it's a little tough this month especially since my friend lives in the apartment where I used to live where it happened and so like I'm just a little shaky you feel me and we were driving me my boyfriend and my friend we're driving and when I tell you the wind the wind was roaring that bitch was roaring she was having a fight she was upset the wind was upset and it was trying to beat everybody ass okay like so bad that the cars were swerving in the in the lanes and so that would be the worst time that you would think that's the worst time to get a fucking panic attack nope i was sitting there and i had to like sit and act like i wasn't having a panic attack because i don't want to tell i didn't want to tell my friend or my boyfriend that i was having panic attacks again so i'm just sitting there trying to drive all calmly while my heart is beating faster than the damn car is driving it was tough it was tough um next forgetfulness i don't even have to say nothing about that i forgot that somebody else was supposed to be here with me today for the first segment so there's that mood swings that's one i really don't know about like i don't know if i really have mood swings and i feel like you can't tell that about yourself like other people have to tell you that so i'm not sure about that one uh fatigue and sleep problems yes because i am always fatigued during the day when i'm supposed to be awake but let me go lay my little head down to fucking go to sleep and now i can't go to sleep what's that about what's that about sexual problems some people with adhd may have trouble switching off during sex others may find they have a high sex drive there we go because i was like sexual problem if anything it's too much there we are high sex drive due to impulsivity yeah we're just gonna leave that there because i don't know if my parents are gonna listen to this one hyper focus a common misunderstanding about adhd is that it comes with a deficit of a detention of what what a deficit of attention in reality it's about problems more genuinely gen i'm done i don't even want to read anymore i i'm done (sighs) 
Now I don't even know where I was. Oh, it's about problems more generally with attention, which is why hyper-focus periods of intense deep focus can be part of an ADHD diagnosis. I thought if I talked slower, then I'd stop stumbling across my words. Um, that one's interesting. I kind of want to research more about that. Hey, uh, this said there was 12. I only see 10. Anyways, I've related to all 10 of those. So if any of you guys relate to all 10 of those, you might have ADHD. Go see a therapist near you today. Yay! Woo! Honestly, I feel like 90% of our generation probably has ADHD, especially um, people from like teenage to young adult ages. I think I think a lot of us have ADHD. Not gonna lie. Um, but you know what? That is okay. That's okay. I feel like there's nothing wrong with ADHD. You could have something worse like cancer and you wouldn't want that. So just be happy with your ADHD, I guess. And anybody that wants to make fun of you for having ADHD could kiss your black ass, okay? Or your whatever other color ass you have if you are not a black listener, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to tell my parents not to watch these. <laughs> so, we're here for the last segment. Um, it's the middle of the week. And by now, I've already chosen a bunch of things that I will be overplaying, overdoing, overlistening to all week. And I do that every week. So, let's get into it. Yeah, I always have like a song that I will play all fucking day, all fucking week. And I'll have like a TV show that's really, I don't know, it's doing it for me that week. Or I'll have like a movie that I saw that I was just like, wow, this is such a good movie. Everybody used to see it. Or like anything like that. Or like food that I really like today. So um, let's talk about the top three songs of this week. It would be Bears Like This, Spillage Village, Bruh, Jid and Denzel Curry, and sacrifices dreamville have you seen a pattern in my three songs yes it is that i am a whore for dreamville anybody in dreamville i love dreamville dreamville's music is just so beautiful and i know that spillage village is not the same thing as dreamville but they are all in dreamville which is why i just categor categorized all of this as dreamville instead of saying all of their names individually but honestly the reason why these songs have been my favorites of this week is because on Saturday I got to meet Jid because he came to my school and we had a meet and greet and it was so amazing he's so nice he's so nice if he ever hears this episode Jid if you're listening hey you're so nice <laughs> I told him when I'm famous we'll have a smoke session because we didn't get to have it at the concert because neither of us had weed but it was still cool you know I got to meet him but you know after you go to a concert you just start listening to that person's music even more even though i've already seen him in concert it's just happening again because wow like and earth gang was there too so it was just like wow dreamville is so amazingly put together like for cole to not only be cold in rapping but he also hears the cold like he hears people ah oh, love it love it genius that man's genius he's genius that's all i gotta say about that um 
TV shows and movies, my favorite TV show of all time is One Piece. So it made it to this week's, um, well, not of all time, but like my favorite anime that I've seen is One Piece. So like he made it to the list because I'm still watching it. I'm not even far into it, honestly. Like they're still in Alabasta, bro. Still in Alabasta. Alabasta is long. That is, this is a lot of episodes. Jesus Christ. Um, and then, oh, there's this new show that me and my boyfriend just finished like a few weeks ago that I wanted to talk about, even though this isn't a favorite of the week, but this is something I want to talk about because it would have been talked about last week had I not been stupid. But anyways, it's called Close Enough. And I think it's from the makers of the regular show. Looks like it's from the makers of the regular show. You can watch it on HBO Max, I believe. I like that show. It's really funny, actually. It's about, like, um, these four adults trying to adult, basically. And it's pretty funny. Um, Mordecai, the person who voices Mordecai, also voices the dad in the episode. And I love it. It's a really funny TV show. It is not for children, though. So please do not let your children watch that. They can watch regular show. They cannot watch close enough. I mean, unless that's what you want your children to watch. Like, I don't know. Um... And the movie that I watched actually yesterday, and I know I might get, I might get my card taken away, my black card. It's it might be revoked, but I watched for the first time Bringing Down the House with Queen Latifah, and that movie is hilarious. That was so funny. I want to watch it again because I didn't watch, I didn't get to see the beginning. I came in like a little bit towards the middle of the movie, so I only saw like, I I came in at the part where um she was pretending to be a maid for that white lady and she was talking all that shit and she tried to put laxatives in the white lady food but the man switched plates with her so the laxatives was in his food yeah that was the first scene i saw of it so i need to watch the beginning of the movie but that movie was hella funny so i will watch it um and then food for this week yesterday my boyfriend took me to korean barbecue and that was so good it was so good and the date was just really nice he's so sweet oh hey babe um <laughs> and for some reason this week all i've been craving is fucking pizza and noodles i got to eat pizza a couple of times and i'm still wanting pizza but i haven't gotten to eat noodles yet i haven't eaten noodles yet because every time i want to eat some noodles somebody's like let's go buy some food why we can't just eat noodles uh i don't know why i want noodles so bad but i just really want some noodles it sounds good yeah those are my favorites for the weeks guys uh that's the end of the wednesday podcast it's pretty chill more informational you feel me i don't know i don't even know what else to say (laughs) you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com wow my fault y'all i don't know why i did that i just like i started to press record so i could do the outro but then that came to my head anyways i think i'm gonna leave it in there too um but all right y'all that is the end of the ride did y'all come on out all right i hope so because i am not responsible for any injuries you may have acquired during this rocket trip okay But thank you all for visiting and I will see you next time for our next trip over and out.